Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your guide Olivia and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. Also, sending a loving reminder to join us over on Patreon, if you haven't already, where I can better help you help yourself. You can learn more about each support tier by going to www.simplyolly.com. That's O-L-I, Ollie. The link is in the show notes. Hello, friend, and welcome to another episode of Simply Happy. Today on episode 220, we are going to be chatting about boundaries for empathetic people. Mm, my empathetic peeps. I am one. I am one of you. Um, yeah, that is what we're going to talk about today. Now, I'm just going to upfront call it out. <laughs> I've been dealing with quite a bit of fatigue, and I just might not bring the energy that, <laughs> that I normally bring to the show. And I'm okay with it. I hope you're okay with it. If not, I don't know. <laughs> Good luck. Um, But yeah, that is where I'm at. So I do want to just put that disclaimer out there because usually I'm pretty, I don't want to say loud, but upbeat, you know, I'm on it uh, and I'm not. (laughs) So for the month of August, I just, I might be, I might be of a different energy. So boundaries for empathetic people. This is actually, um, speaking of fatigue, I reached out to (laughs) our awesome, epic, amazing uh, Patreon members and I asked them for some podcast ideas because I just could not think of what to talk about for this month. And um, so one of the things I got was just just managing empathy, right? Like just being very empathetic and and how that can be incredibly draining on our system and like how to manage that, right? Like here's the thing. When I think of empathy and, and just being an empathetic person, you know, it's, there's this heightened sensitivity. There is, you're very tuned in to people's emotions, to the environment, to the energy around you. It's just a constant being tapped in. And, you know, that can take you for quite a a wild ride um, when you're that tapped in, because then the way you are feeling um, is very much tied to, you know, your external surroundings. So, being tuned in, I I feel like this is such a gift because it really does allow so so many of us that identify as being um, empathetic people. Um, it allows us to hear people, see people, support people, um, live in a way that is really, I think, very supportive and very genuine and very helpful. Um, that's just, that's just my personal thoughts on it. Um, but that, that's also a gift that needs protection, right? It really does. Um, because it can wear us out. It can be a detriment to ourselves, uh, in the long run, if it's not something that we are 
uh, doing our best to kind of live in harmony with. Um, if you hear weird noises, my computer is beginning to wheeze. So, so just know that that's a thing. So one of the things I do want to point out is, is keeping an awareness of burnout behaviors. My approach to many things, um, when it comes to helping ourselves is to really have an awareness of what our typical behaviors or go-to behaviors um, can be. So what does, you know, that empathy burnout look like for you? Does it look like you're separating yourself from other people? Does it look like um, you're getting short or just incredibly tired or fatigued or whatever it might be, right? Like, what are your burnout behaviors? And get to know them get to know them on a broad scale and also get to know them, you know, on on maybe a little more of a of a nuanced scale in the sense of like you can start to see the little things of like, mmm, when I start to feel um you know that when I can like for me, for instance, right? I'll notice like I have a certain way that I sit in my energy and I sit in my beliefs and things like that. And when I'm not keeping my empathy in check, um, when I'm helping, you know, whether it be like, uh, you know, clients from my one-on-one tier on Patreon or just friends or family, um, I notice I'll start questioning, (laughs) questioning myself, questioning my beliefs. I'll start having random doubts and random fears and or overwhelm or stress. And I'm just like, where the heck is this coming from? So that's kind of one of my more nuanced clues is that like questioning of things I don't typically question within myself. And then, you know, maybe a more broad one would be that I'm isolating. (laughs) Um, So get to know those things because those are going to be a huge help, of course, because the better you know them, uh, the sooner you can step in and help yourself. So for this, I just want to present some ideas. Uh, There's no step-by-step here. It's going to be different for each and every one of us. And so this is going to be up to you to, you know, experiment with, explore, try different things, see what works for you, what doesn't work for you. Um, And so I'm just presenting a few ideas here to help you establish um, some really healthy boundaries uh, that are going to just help you feel a little more balanced in in the grand scheme of things. And of course, there's so many more than what I've listed, but this is just, these are kind of my my big ones that I I tend to go to. So I'm going to share those with you. So first one would be space between interactions. Um, So by interactions, it can mean talking with individual people. It can mean going out and being in, you know, different spaces, whatever it is for you, right? So space between interactions. This one, you know, you're going to have to be a little more like preemptive with and and think about that maybe (laughs) ahead of time. I mean, you can do it after the fact, but, you know, if you've got like three friend dates scheduled in a row, um, you might get to that point of being really burnt out or just whatever state, you know, whatever that looks like for you. Um, so, you know, keep, like, so, so again, keep keeping awareness of what your burnout behaviors are, but um, that might be harder to squeeze in space between interactions if you've scheduled them all together. Um, so you can, you know, do it beforehand, but that's also something where, you know, I don't, I'm not chock full of examples right now, but um if let's say you go to work and then someone wants to 
hang out right after. You can say, hey, you know, can I have like an hour or two? And then I would totally be down to hang out. Um, I just need some, you know, I just need some space to kind of collect myself after the day. Um, so space between interactions can really help. And it, and it also, the cool thing about the space is that you can do with the space whatever you can utilize the space in whatever way works best for you as well. So, you know, finding again, what to fill that space with, you know, would you benefit from just getting out in nature? Would you benefit from um, doing some energy work? Would you benefit from journaling? Um, You know, what is it that would help you regulate um, between those interactions and using that space for that? And even if that's just literally sitting and reading a book or sitting and staring at a wall, um, any of those things is fine. <laughs> Do what works for you. Um, okay, so that one, space between interactions, is one idea. Another idea is clear communication. Um, this is one where, you know, you can be, it's going to depend on the situation. There's no, like, clear-cut way to present this one, but it can come up in the form of, again, like, actually what we just said with the space piece, right? You communicated, hey, I need space. Um, So clear communication can be really helpful rather than just going, oh, that person probably really wants to see me and they really want to hang out and I do too. And so I'm just going to throw myself into it anyway. Um, If you know that's, you know, not going to be serving you in the long run, then, you know, it's up to you to step in and kind of communicate that you need that space or whatever it might be. Um, Another thing it can be uh, just communicating with, you know, if, if you're interacting with a person, right, communicating with that, that person, what state you're in or how, how you can show up <laughs> and how you can best show up in that moment. Uh, kind of like at the top of this episode, I was just very forthright saying, hey, I don't have a ton of energy. <laughs> um, and just being really clear and upfront about that. Um, again, this is, well, this is less of like a you're not talking back to me, but still. Um, but even communicating that for me is signaling me to go, maybe don't record a 25-minute episode. Maybe just keep it short and sweet. <laughs> so sometimes even communicating, uh, having that clear communication can be a reminder for ourselves as well and not just the other person that we're speaking to. Um, another thing too, I feel like, especially for empathetic people, we're always there can be this tendency to want to support and, you know, do all that we can to help other people, whether it's holding space, giving advice, just listening, whatever it might be. So you can use that. It sounds like, oh my gosh, I don't know. It sounded like an avalanche outside. I think it's just my neighbor's trash can. <gasps> okay. Um, you. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. Um, you can communicate, you know, the question kind of of just saying like hey like if somebody's sharing something with you or whatever say hey you know like how can I best support you are you looking for advice are you just looking for me to listen you know and kind of asking that either up front or afterwards you know like how can I best support you through this so that you're not just pouring your all into it and it might even be pouring it in ways that aren't actually needed Um, so even just having that communication of that question of like, how, you know, how can I support you through this? Cause some people, you know, it might surprise you. Maybe they're just like, yeah, I just needed to vent. Like, you don't need to like say anything or try to help me through it or anything. I just need to talk about it. Um, and other times it might be like, Hey, you know, I'd love actually to get your opinion on this. 
Um, and so you kind of know what's expected of you and it can help form a really, really healthy boundary. Okay, the third idea is mental refreshing. So this is something you can do within that space. Um, you can also, I mean, your space can be literally stepping away to a bathroom or to a nearby tree or sitting in your car. Um, just taking the moment, a the moment, a moment to kind of sit with yourself and go, hmm, okay, like I just had this interaction or I was just in this space. You know, maybe you were just in a really packed, busy space and the energy was buck wild and you're just like oh my gosh like it's just it's overwhelming your system and you're just like holy moly like I can't like I feel shaky and jittery and I just don't feel right in my own body um so you can kind of take that moment to kind of just have this mental refresh of going you know I'm good like I'm out of that space now you're kind of allowing yourself to tune in to whatever space you are currently in or just reminding yourself through mantras or just a internal dialogue um, that you can release, you know, that energy. You can release that vibration. I don't know a better way to talk about it than saying energy or vibration. Um, but that you can release what's sitting with you, whether whether it's like information somebody's given you, whether it's just like the energy you've picked up from a space, whatever that might be. You can sit and allow yourself to kind of do a really conscious mental detox, if you will, uh, because a lot of times that buildup happens because we're just not aware of it. We just don't realize that we're still carrying it. Um, and so to actually take the time to bring awareness to it and to be really intentional with saying like, okay, I'm good. I don't need to keep this with me and just breathe that out or however you want to do it, you know, can provide a really healthy mental refresh. Um, and then the last idea for you is energetic shielding and cleansing. This might not be for everybody, but it is something that I definitely do um, on a regular basis. So energetic shielding and cleansing. This to me, I do a lot of energy work through visualization, through um, just kind of feeling into the energy in my body um, or in the space around me. So sometimes when I have somebody who maybe like a friend has reached out for help and they're like, hey, I really would like to talk to you about something, I'll actually put up an energetic shield. So for instance, I might imagine um, like a bubble around me, around either my whole body, I might have a bubble just around my mind or even covering my ears. I'm just forming this energetic shield um, that I'm setting with the intention of, you know, um, offering a bit of protection from their energy, whatever they're going through so that I can still be present for them, but not take on what they're experiencing and still be able to be there for them without having it sink my energy necessarily to their level. Um, so you can do energetic shielding um, and you can also do energetic cleansing. I mean, you can do both, but um, cleansing is more of sometimes I will sit after the fact and just allow just I sometimes I'll even just like sit and imagine kind of roots coming out of my um like feet or out of my root chakra going into the earth and I'll kind of like just sit and allow it's almost like I'm watching myself drain of all the energy that's not mine and I'm like putting it into the earth to be recycled into something new um, so I'll do that kind of energetic cleansing to just get out of my body what is not needed what is not mine um, so that I can feel better situated within myself so ideas space between interactions clear communication, 
mental refreshing, and or energetic shielding or cleansing. So those are my ideas for you for setting some healthy boundaries for my empathetic peeps out there. I hope you found this helpful. And if you like this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. Also, don't forget that there will be journal prompts available over on Patreon to go deeper in exploring this topic. So if you're interested in that, come join us. We'd love to have you. So you can also check out my books and Patreon at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep staying simply awesome. I'll keep staying simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.